Today is your birthday. It's my birthday too, man. Today is your birthday. Happy birthday to you! Yeah! And we're going to a party party. Oh, right. Yeah, we're going to a party party. Right on. And we're going to a party party. Yeah, we're going to a party party. I'm staying home. So today is your birthday. It is. Happy holidays, dear listeners, and welcome to the premiere episode of the Feedback Underground Quadcast. As we close out the year, the decade, and the century, I reflect on the wonderful times we've had together, you and I, and upon a time yet to come when we will sit in a meadow on a sunny spring afternoon, much like this one, and look to the sky in quiet contemplation our minds pondering the non-linear nature of our temporal selves. For the measuring out of time is useless. The uncertain future and the murky past are blended together into a chunky slurry of the nebulous present. 
I'm glad you're here, gentle listener. As the quasiverse expands into a shrinking well of gravity to spend time with me as I say farewell in this very special final episode of the Quadcast. May our memories lie suspended in the substance of reality, like blueberries in the pancake batter of existence. Now, before we go our separate ways for the summer, I present what I believe to be the finest auditory experience you are likely to encounter in the modern era. This is the essence of heaven, hell, and incoherence coalesced into one compact portion of consciousness. Beloved listeners, I'll see you on the other side. When the water began rising around here, the first thing that happened is all the snakes left their brush piles and hidey holes and slithered on up to Whippoorwill Hill. The second thing that happened was Whippoorwill Hill was renamed Whippoorwill Island. 
There was one house that stood atop the hill, right in the center of town, and it was owned by Nelson Peduncle. Nelson was the biggest asshole for miles around, and so his new living circumstance was greeted with much delight. And frankly, the rest of the citizens needed something in which to find delight, seeing as their town was being slowly consumed by the river. It was indeed a slow consumption. This was no raging torrent or a frightening event bearing the full violence of nature. Our flood wasn't like that. The placid brown waters of the Rostocki River simply rose little by little, day after day. One day it lay in its bed, languidly meandering through town as it always had, and the next it had topped over the bank, dampening the lawns in riverside parks and turning hiking trails into squishier-than-usual affairs. By the next day, fingers of water had extended into the low-lying areas and then steadily widened out until getting around downtown became a nuisance. People took it in stride. Those encountering a puddle across their path removed their shoes, rolled up their pant legs, and waded in. I feel fortunate to live in a town occupied by such doggedly positive and unflappable folks. As the waters deepened and more streets became impassable, local residents began to refer to our town as the Venice of the Midwest, laughing as they sloshed around in waders and cast lines for catfish on Main Street. Things did not remain easy, as the water levels kept climbing, but somehow it seemed the spirits of our townspeople could not be dampened. Most even took the eventual loss of their homes in stride. Ranch houses and Dutch colonials, having lost their moorings, gently jostled each other as they drifted away downstream. The locals, often floating on rafts or aloft in treetop platforms, jested, well, I was underwater on it anyway. Those of generous heart hoped that their migratory dwellings would well serve someone in need somewhere downstream. These days, much time has passed, and the waters have not receded. We've all gotten used to it. Life goes on, as they say. Many of the young kids these days, those born after the flood, bear names like Gill, Brooke, Finn, and the like. Nelson Peduncle, that asshole, has passed on. But in the spirit of reconciliation, his house has been rechristened, the Peduncle Home for Wayward Reptiles. In fact, the whole of Whippoorwill Island has been designated a wildlife sanctuary. No one really knows where all this water came from, or if it will ever drain away and return this town to its original state. But, all in all, I think most of us have rather come to like it. Life is slow. We fish, we gather mussels and snails, we float in the eddies. Our kids swim like otters until they are spent and ready for sleep. We watch the sun sparkling on ripples at the end of the day.
If you listen to this podcast in reverse, you will discover backward recordings of songs by Cordata, The Feedbacks, and Evil Pierre Carnage. And by re-listening to them in reverse, you will enjoy them in a form unlike that which the artist intended. That's okay. In fact, that may be preferable. I recommend that you go back and listen to all 17 episodes of the Quadcast backwards, in alphabetical order, and in a different key, while spinning in circles. In this way, dear listeners, we'll always be together, and you won't miss me as I turn my attention to other matters which are a little concerned.